Oh, that's the other one. You can cut that if you want, otherwise I'll... DJ, you are not. <laughs> I am not. I never claimed to be a DJ. <sighs> I tell you, people. Here we are. Here we are. We're back. So now I can say I hope you had a good Halloween. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you guys a Halloween fun fact. Uh, yeah. After the holiday, I just found out recently that um, Halloween personality vamp- vampira. Yeah. Uh, do you know Vampira? Yeah. Uh-huh. From like the the old days? Yeah. She was raised in Astoria. What? Yeah. Why is that not more well known? Uh, or like... Well, I mean, her niece wrote a book about it. Oh, and, really? And they're like talking about her at the International Film Festival here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. So if you don't oh. know who Vampira is, she was a television personality in the like 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, maybe not 40s. Uh, she hosted one of those like uh, Halloween yeah. horror movie uh, shows on a local ABC affiliate in Los Angeles, very much like Elvira. And she was also in Plan Elvira. 9. She was also in Plan 9 from Outer Space, which is <laughs> widely considered the worst movie of all time. <laughs> Ed Wood directed uh, and wrote it. Yes. Uh, she famously didn't speak in the movie because she refused to say any of the lines that he wrote because of how awful she thought they that were. That movie is so bad. It's real bad. I love. It's so bad, I love it. But anyway, we're not here to talk about Vampira or weird connections to the town we know and love. We're, we're here to talk about my birthday in three days. That's right. The first time I ever hung out with Kirk was at a birthday shindig forum at uh, Bridge and Tunnel. Bridge and Tunnel on Dwayne Street in Astoria. Mm-hmm. We've said that enough. I think you all know. You're going to be 43? I am. All right. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You're about to, uh, just a little under 10 years older than me. That's right. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. So that's I don't know. Exciting. I don't know what I'll end up doing. Probably nothing, but hey. well, probably hanging out at Dwayne's. Yeah. That's <laughs> probably what I'll. <laughs> yeah, drinking beer. Of course. But uh, what do you got today? Uh, still finishing from last week. Gross. <laughs> last it's episode. Probably, f- probably flat. It would now. be flat in a week, wouldn't it? Uh, my Matryoshka from Fort George. It's a ooky spooky beer. Um, is it? Well, I don't know. They would release it around Festival of Dark Arts. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's spooky. That is spooky. Oh, and now they just said they not they're not doing it this year. Huh. I was really hoping they were yeah. they're going to do it this year. Maybe with like vaccination or proof of negative test, but now they've already announced they're they're doing some sort of month long. Well, they do Stout Month. Yeah, they do Stout Month, and I don't know if they're doing like a little bit bigger version of that i don't know and by they we mean fort george, fort george yeah. i don't think yeah. we mentioned that um i am not drinking beer still um i will have by this point had my surgery you may be listening to this episode posthumously so uh, how are, how, so, oh, God. Wow. i'm just kidding holy <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding i'm, oh. I'm still a, <laughs> i'm still alive guys <laughs> well you, i mean yeah, that's me knocking on wood. So, how are you feeling after your surgery? Oh, I feel so much better. Yeah, my oh, weird, gall. weird gall bladder. <laughs> I'm drinking a grape soda. Mm. It's also a Zevia zero calorie soda. My wife and I love this. this Man, Zevia. I have not had a grape pop in I don't know how long. Grape pop. It's not soda. Yeah, it is soda. It says it right on the can. Yeah, no. that's dumb. It's not. It's not Fago. <laughs> oh, I need to get some Fago. Yeah, you do. For Saturday. Yeah. Uh huh. What's Saturday? Uh, Halloween party. Are you still going to without yes. me? Well, you're. I already decided on it. You jerk. Hey, we could do it again. No, you're that's, not, a, that's like, lame. No, it's not. Uh, guys, Kirk betrayed me. And <laughs> I <he's>, did. <laughs> you can't go as one half of the insane clump. Oh, you're just going to as a juggalo. <laughs> well, no, I was gonna. I mean, yeah. I mean, but I, I, I feel like I could look. I could look pretty close to Violent J. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's why you spike my hair up. That's why you were gonna be Violent J, and I was gonna be Shaggy yeah, too. Oh, dope. Yeah. Yeah, and, but all right. That just drives home how much hey, uh, how right. much I can't celebrate I had it. this year. <sighs> Yeah. All right. Oh, I feel bad. Well, we're not here to talk about. Thank you, everyone. I feel better. We're not, no. here to, we're not here to talk about how 
frail our friendship is. Right oh, now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's fine. No, you you deserve to have fun. Oh my god. So do you. Come on. Well, I do, but I'm not gonna. Oh. Well, we'll have fun watching Twilight with Chelsea. It's probably gonna be Twilight. <laughs> let's be honest. Oh my gosh. Um. Anyway. Oh man. Anyway. So who who, who did you have me listen to this week? <laughs> oh, Kirk? everyone, get ready for this. I've been listening to Slipknot self-titled album. I've never heard this. You've never heard this? Well, one song. Yeah, I figured. One and a two and a one, two, three, four. Hey man, there's this band I love and I know you love them too. But you're just shaking your head like you haven't got a clue. But what are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea. Start a podcast and talk about it while sipping on a beer. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So, you've never heard this? <laughs> nope. So, yeah. Uh, Who is Slipknot, Kirk? Slipknot formed in 1995 in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, they're. They sing a lot about their hometown and the state of Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, their next album was called called Iowa. Iowa yes. Um, Who the, I, pro- the producer of that album was the pr- producer of one we listened to recently. Was it? Because yeah, uh, I can. I'll look it up. Yeah, I had. I listened to. So I, this was my introduction to them. This album, and I did. Li- I did have Iowa. I didn't like it as quite as much. I don't know. I. I was kind of. It was up in the air if I. Which album to give you, this one or Iowa? But uh, oh, I'm a ding dong. It's huh. the same guy who produced this one. Oh, I thought it wasn't though, because I'd been reading that. So Ross Robinson, who we've talked about probably a couple times, who has produced Corn, Limp Bizkit, Deftones, among many many others. I thought they said that he this was the last, the only album he produced for them. Well, or am I wrong? Well, maybe Genius is lying then, because uh, Steve Richards. Is hmm. another, it says executive producer, but I don't know That's what that weird. means. Because so. I know I was reading, uh, I didn't write all this down because there was a fair amount of uh, information on the recording that Ross Robinson wanted to um, kind of refine the sound they already had. Yes, uh, from their live performances. Yes, exactly. A- instead of like trying to, you know, take the the band into a more studio driven mm-hmm. sound. And we've already uh, mentioned Ross Robinson on the podcast a, yep. all the way back in episode number 2. Corn? Yep. Yep. He's, I figured that was I figured like he did another one. Well, he's maybe. considered they call him the godfather of new new metal. metal. New, the new yeah. New metal. Me. <laughs> freaking umlaut. Me. You say me. The knights are saying <laughs> say me. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, okay, so anyway, uh, so uh, if you give me a half an hour here, I'm going to go through all this, the uh, members of the band. <laughs> yeah. What was so, that meme I showed you uh, recently? Yeah, what do you... The what, first what? sound guy to, to work with, uh, with Slipknot. Slipknot. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Nine people? <laughs> so... We, oh, yeah, yeah. The first sound guy that had to do work for Slipknot was probably like, you're fucking with me, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. And and they go by... Uh, well, they used to. I, no, I've read no, that they, they don't. They by numbers. Yeah, they, go, they used to go by numbers. So starting with zero... Uh, Starting with zero, going to eight, you have Sid Wilson, Joy Jordans, Jordison, Paul Gray, Chris Fenn, Jim Root, uh, Craig 133 Jones, Sean Clown Crayon, Mick Thompson, and Corey Taylor, of course. Um, so the whole mask thing started apparently with this Sean Clown Crayon because he would show up with a clown mask on, and then uh, they kind of, I guess they liked that, so they adopted it for the whole band yeah, to all uh, wear different type of masks, masks. and jumpsuits. And jumpsuits, of course, yep. So yeah, there's like the one with like all the long spikes uh-huh. sticking out yeah. of it, and yeah. then uh, Corey Taylor's is pretty, it's not super fancy, it just looks like a... Pretty simple, yeah. Just like, almost like a leather face. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think even if you're not a fan of Slipknot or, you you know, you're not even that aware of them, you have to, like, be aware of their image. Of their look. Their aesthetic. Yeah, um, oh, which Apparently they've been criticized a little because people have seen it as, like, a marketing gimmick, which... Of course it is. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I want to. Uh, it's eye catching. Of course, oh, it's yeah, a marketing yeah. gimmick. Uh, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. I, th- I don't know. I don't understand why people are saying that. Like it's uh, as a criticism. I mean, um, I, I think maybe it was their first album. Of course, they they want people to sure. You know, I mean, yeah, I go, get what it. What is that? I get it. I just I don't know if people think that. I think it goes back to that. There's a South Park episode where it's like. If you're an artist and you make money with your art, then it it takes away from your art. Oh, sure. So I think maybe there's part of that is like, oh, they're selling. They've got their own clothing line. Yeah, which they tattered, do. Tattered and uh, tattered, tattered and torn, and torn right? Yeah. I think named after the song. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I just read the Storyteller by Dave Grohl, uh, and he yeah he, he won't he, shut up about it's it. It's a good fucking book, man. <laughs> um, and uh, he mentions that in there because he was a drummer for a punk band called Scream, and then he was in Nirvana, okay. and Nirvana like uh, almost against their will just exploded. Yeah, and so uh-huh. he, yep. he's like, I struggle with that too. Sure. Like, at one point, am I not punk anymore? And like, you oh know, just, like, yeah. When like, do you sell trying out? To, trying to feed my family. Yeah. You know? When <laughs> so, when when is selling out actually? I think you know, selling. selling out. I think selling out's bullshit. I, yeah. I, no, I, I agree. I, no, I agree. Um, so they recorded this. Uh, apparently the the you're we're gonna get into this. You'll hear it. Um, again, they wanted to recreate their very energetic live shows. Um, apparently, the recording was aggressive and chaotic, and they recorded using uh, analog equipment, which was even at the time, I guess, yeah, uh, kind of odd. Um, so that reminds me again of. Dave Grohl, <laughs> not oh. from the not from the book. This oh. is actually an article I read oh, okay. years ago when um, their uh, their album "Wasting Light" came out. Oh, okay, they recorded an analog. I might have mentioned this on the podcast already, but um, Butch Vig produced it. Oh yeah, okay. And he hadn't worked with Dave since Nevermind. Oh yeah, and he wanted to do it digital, and Dave said, "No, we're doing it analog." And Butch Vig said, well, what if we mess something up? And he says, then we'll record it again, Butch. How did we do it in, <laughs> uh, in the 90s? Yeah. We'll just record it again. <laughs> and it's really cool because I got one of the editions uh, when they released the album where they actually cut the master tape and put pieces of it in, what? in the album. So I have, wow, a, I that's have a little cool. chunk of it, the nice. master. But anyway, I like that's it. beside the point. Uh, so before I jump into uh, this intro song, uh, there are two songs that were removed from the album because of a lawsuit. Oh, uh, yeah, because of the, what was it, sampling? They sampled Well, they in. did, and the, the songs were written. So the songs are uh, Purity and Frail Limb Nursery uh, because they took, the songs were written about a story published on an online website that, I guess the website's premise is they present fictional crime stories as uh, factual crime stories. And they thought it was a real story about this woman named Purity, Purity Knight, who was buried alive in a box and whatever, whatever. And yeah, and they sampled something. Uh, so there was a, a lawsuit and they didn't want the album to get pulled completely. So they just took the songs off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because it was originally released on June 29th, yeah. 99. Uh-huh. That's my dad's birthday. Oh, wow. And they re-released it in December be- with that altered track list. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, they did, They were worried that the that the album would just get pulled off the shelves, and mm-hmm. then it's their first album. You know, you can't right. you can't yeah, take yeah. that risk. Absolutely. So um, I thought it was pretty awesome that this this album in the U.S. has reached double platinum status, yes. and then <laughs> uh, platinum in the U.K., Australia, and Canada. It also got a nomination. In this was interesting to me because this album came out in '99. Yes, they didn't get the nomination for best metal performance until 2001. Oh, weird! It's like huh. way. At least for Grammy standards, way after the album came out. That's really weird. So anyway, 
Anyway, so the first, so I'm going to play. Uh, <laughs> I love the name of the first track. Yes. I, 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 and I never knew, again, that's, I always say like, oh, this is why I love podcasts, because I'm learning about this album I've been listening to uh-huh. since, well, since 99. I remember getting it when it was brand new. And uh, so the first is, a, this is an intro, and uh, I'll just play the whole intro. It's yeah, not much of anything. Uh, but the, But the title is... Seven four two six one seven zero 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 two seven, which apparently is the barcode for their demo mate feed kill. Repeat, repeat. Yeah, uh, and so it's going to go into the song sick, S I C, um, and the intro is a is basically just a re- uh, repetitive uh, clip from a nineteen ninety three Manson. Uh, uh, what do you call it? A documentary, documentary. Yeah, about Mar- about Marilyn Manson. No, no, about Charles Manson. Yeah, it's uh, Corey Hurst, who was the cellmate of Susan Atkins. Yes, and if you're yes. familiar at all with the Manson, uh, especially mm-hmm. the um, what happened at Cielo Drive, mm-hmm. uh, Susan Atkins is one awful human yes. being. Yes, <laughs> awful human yes. being. Um, it's funny because when I read the title of this first track, I used to be a point of sale coordinator at, oh, at my store sure. and I was like, oh, that's a barcode. Like I just knew from how many digits were in it. Sure. Like, now yeah. that I look at it, it's like, oh yeah. Yeah, that's I a barcode. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, so we got the seven and then four, two, six, one, seven is the family code. Oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> nice. I'm just flexing my barcode skills. Good job. And, oh, uh, I also know that seven four two six one seven zero 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 two seven is the number that's on their jumpsuits. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, you're right. Anyway, all right, let's get into it. Here we go. I guess this song is a fan favorite. Yes. Uh, Joey Jordison is an amazing drummer. Seriously. Uh, Seriously. And we should say that uh, once you're like been living under a rock, uh, Joey died fairly recently. When was that? Yeah. Uh, Uh, I don't know. It was July 27th, 2021. Yeah. Uh, He had been suffering uh, for a few years of this transverse myelitis Mm -hmm. which is where I guess your spinal cord becomes inflamed uh, and can uh, you know mess with your motor skills of course so he ended up not being able to uh, to drum um, later in life and uh, even lost the use of one of his legs so yeah it's it's a it's awful that he died but it is a relief to hear that it wasn't from drugs yeah, no, you're right. One Honestly, of the, one of the few times on this podcast where we've got a, a dead band member that wasn't didn't that wasn't overdose. drugs or suicide. Yeah, exactly. Um, I want to play. I've actually got that clip from that documentary. Uh, I, I saw it was on Genius. Yeah, it's only I, like, I didn't listen it's to only it. like ten seconds. Here, long, I'll so. pause this. Oh, you don't have to pause. You can just That's turn fine. it down a little more. That's but right. here we go. Uh, let me. Come on. 
That's why I didn't want you to pause, Kirk. Sorry. There we go. They think it's right to murder. They want to murder. Look at all the people, and they get a kick out of it. The sexual kick out of it. The whole thing, I think it's sick. The whole thing, I think, is sick. The whole thing, I think, is sick. Over the end, she's like, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But you're right, Corey Hurston is sick. Yeah. So, yeah, what an, uh, that's one of the things that I was just, uh, so funny, talking about Joey Jordison. Uh, I was talking to uh, my friend Joey, who hopefully will do right by him. He is still mad at me for not... For, for not defending Tybo negative yes. enough. <laughs> anyway. Uh, gal. We were talking... Gal, bladder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about Slipknot and this album, and I said that that was one of the things I remember when I first picked this album up was just this, the raw sound of this this album yeah. and especially how prominent the drums are. And oh, yeah, no, that was one of the things I read about it, too, is they yeah. did that on purpose. Yes, exactly, and, and they're so harsh. The drums are so harsh, and I like that. I, I think it really fits their sound. So, yeah, I think he, he was an amazing drummer. Yeah, absolutely, sure. yeah. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, right. Poor guy. I'm not a maggot, which is apparently what Slipknot fans are called. Oh, but, uh, I didn't even know. Well, no, I think I've heard that, but. But, uh, yeah, respect to Joey for his skills. and Hell yeah. I think just music in general has lost a really talented musician. For sure. So many blast beats. <laughs> yes. Double bass pedals. Yes, a lot. Let's, uh, all right, let's go to Eyeless. Let's do it. Phrase uh, was uh, something Corey Taylor heard a, a homeless man say in California. If you can't pick up on it, it's you can't see California without Marlon Brando's eyes. It's so bizarre. I it love is bizarre. it. <laughs> I love uh, the drum, the drum sample at the beginning. Yes, that's, um, that's... It's, it's one of the most heavily sampled drum parts in music. Uh, it's a song by the Winstons called "Amen, mm-hmm. Brother." And this is, it's sped up for this purpose. I've seen it mentioned in other yeah. songs, too, yeah. But slowed down, you know, it's, it's da, 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 mm-hmm. da, 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 you know, I don't have a drum. Then that is one thing that, uh, reading about this, that this album was kind of seen as, it was seen as new metal, new, new metal, uh, metal. but it kind of crossed some genres with like the, you know, with the sampling. And yeah, well, the, I mean, Corey Taylor raps on this album. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, so there's a little, like, stuff like that. But I guess that kind of, that was kind of the direction that new metal was going, was that rap rock, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, a lot like, you know, grunge vocalists get criticized for all sounding the same. Uh, there were moments where I was listening to this album going, is that Jonathan Davis? Like, it's <laughs> it seriously sounded sure, like, sure. like him. So, yeah. So, what were your thoughts at this point? Like, I knew you, you said you knew one song. Was it Wait and Bleed? Yes. That's what I figured. Yeah, yeah. Um, at this point, I'm, I'm into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Why? Did you think I was going to hate this? Yeah, I kind of did. Oh. I wasn't sh- I'm still not. I'm sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> I'm still not sure, like, what your uh, tolerance or, like, with, like, the screaming, the heavy stuff. So, yeah. I haven't quite learned, you know. That's fair. 
So maybe I need to make it a point to find one that's just that's uh, over the top. A cannibal corpse <laughs> or something. I've got a couple that I would I'd be interested in. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so let's go to the one I just said. Wait and bleed. Yeah, I had actually completely forgotten about this song until I listened to it for the podcast. Oh, okay. As soon as Corey Taylor started singing, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. no, I know this song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. This is the song that got them that best metal performance oh, is nomination. It? Okay. Uh, do you know who they lost to? No. It lost to Elite by Deftones. Oh, okay. You sounded like Tim with Toolman saying that. So a lot of the themes on this album deal with hatred and self-hatred. Not just hatred, but self-hatred, yeah. Yeah, hatred, self-hatred. And this one is about a man uh, who dreams of suicide by slitting his wrists uh, and then realizes that he actually did it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He wakes up and he's like, oh, yep. uh, see see you later. That, That wasn't a dream anymore. So, yeah. Pretty dark stuff, which, I mean... Makes sense. Hello. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm sure most people have run across this song at some point. Maybe. I don't know. I guess maybe not. If you're not. Oh, oh you did it. Uh, I screwed up my <laughs> own episode. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. Oh, uh, whoops. <laughs> yeah. Th- yeah. And all those fails just hit the <laughs> laugh just track. Just hit button. the laugh track. Oh That's probably gosh. what TV shows do anyway, right? I mean, have you ever seen that clip on YouTube of Big Bang Theory yes. without, without the laugh track? Oh my god, it's, it's so, so terrible. It's real bad. Oh, and I like I've watched Big Bang a lot, but it's like you don't realize they take that laugh track off, and it's like. Oh, oh the show's not funny. That's actually not a fun. Like that's not funny. Let <laughs> oh, I just go back to Seinfeld. All right. Well, let's go into the one I started playing. Surfacing.
angry. I love uh, when they introduce this song live, they introduce it as your new national yes, anthem. Yes, uh, I saw that. <laughs> Jesus, fuck it all. <laughs> it's great. Uh, I thought that all the songs on this album were going to sound the same. No. And they don't. They're just different enough to keep it interesting for me. I get, uh, I'm, I'm reminded of like System of a Down when I listen to some of this. Oh, I could see and that. Just the way that they change the, like the drums or, you sure, know, it kind of sure. has movements, I guess you would say. I mean, they had one of the greatest producers, you know, yeah. for this. So yeah, Absolutely. I mean, uh, and I like, I, I think listening to this more critically, I kind of miss some of those like, like the the turntables and the you know sampling uh yeah kirk was over there air drumming and i was air scratching <laughs> god those drums though fucking kill me so good i love it so yeah shall we move on this is actually a pretty long album i thought maybe you'd have something to say about that but no all right <laughs> wow at this point i just expect it from you oh, oh, oh out. Okay, next one's going to be like five songs. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll just do like Sufjan Stevens, like 28 <laughs> oh, yeah, tracks. Like, yeah. And most of them are just like the short little snippet uh-huh. instrumentals. Yep. Oh, sucking. All right, this is Spit It Out. All right, Uncle Joey. <laughs> Rapping going on there. Yeah, this is the first song written with Corey Taylor. Yes. Uh, and apparently had a little controversy tied to it uh, that was written about two rival radio stations. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, in fact, uh, the it got them kicked off of a concert that where they were going to open... Oh, I didn't write it down. They were opening for someone. They were opening for... A big name. Yeah. One and sec. they got. I got this. They got dropped from the bill. They did. So metal. <laughs> Kinda, I guess. They. Uh, they were opening for Anthrax. Anthrax. I knew it was a, a pretty big name. Yeah, that's right. Anthrax. Wow. I know. That's a band I haven't even thought about in ages. So, so what's your history with this band, Kurt? Oh yeah. So, uh, I don't. I don't know how I learned of them, but I remember getting this album. When it was like brand new, um, you, and I can't remember. So I saw them live uh, right around this time. At is it before they got huge? Just because yes. they were a local, like regional. I, I'm trying to think if maybe I saw them live first and then got the album. I'm not sure uh, because I saw them live when yeah they were not they weren't huge, but I think they were. They were regional huge. They were kind of known, yeah, uh, because I saw them at, uh, oh, what's it called? It was Warp Tour, but that was when Warp Tour and, um, oh, how did that? Oh, I know what it was. It was, was it Ozfest. Ozfest had Warp Tour, to, like they were together. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, um, and they they played one of the like little tiny stages, mm-hmm. and I just remember being. How like, they fit nine people on it? I don't. I don't. Re- I don't remember. Well, 
it was probably big enough for that many people. <laughs> but I'm saying it wasn't like the big, you know, the, the, the main, main stage. stage. Yeah. It was like the one of the stages off to the side. Yeah. And I just remember it watching. It was probably like sponsored by Monster Energy. Exactly. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. And I just remember being blown away. So I was like an just instant, like huge fan. And so I just don't remember if I had the album first or, if, you know, or, or if that performance. Which came first, the album or the concert? Exactly. And I don't know. But yeah, I just remember watching them live and sweet yeah so what was it about the live show that you were like oh yeah this is it i loved everything about it the masks the jumpsuits the you know the the billion people the drums you know just yeah again i think that's why i love this album so much too is that it it, it's made to sound like them being live Mm -hmm. so yeah that's cool yeah um, have you followed them pretty much their whole no, career? Did no, you drop is, off at some point? I was going to say, yeah, this is one of those bands where, uh, for whatever reason, I I actually think this is one of those bands where I started running into, as they got more fans, and the fans started to turn me off. Like, oh, you like Slipknot? Okay, you know. Well, screw the fans, Kurt. No, I know, and it's stupid to, to, to say things like that, but... It, I don't know. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah, where, no, it's where true. it's like, ah, uh, you know, it's just like like a band like Deftones, who they're okay. They're one that I've never deviated. Mm-hmm. But it's like I'll wear a Deftones shirt, and it's like, oh, do you also listen to like Buck Cherry? Right. Or, some, it's like some Chad is walking up with, exactly. his, with his flex fit ball cap exactly. and his and his white Oakleys and his chin strap uh, beard. Oh, uh, it's like, oh yeah, you know. And his to... keep common chive on t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, yes, chive god. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes it's like that. It's like oh, just because I like the Deftones doesn't mean I like other, you know, bullshit music. Crap, like yeah. Cherry. Ugh, Lips cherry. of an angel. Oh come on, so bad. Oh so bad. <laughs> oh anyway, we're not here to talk about bad music. Uh, we're not. We're not. I swear. We're here to talk about satanic music. Oh, the whole thing I this think is sick. Is, this band is full of Satan. The whole thing I think is sick. Well, <laughs> should we go stuff. to their their clothing line? Yeah, tattered and torn. Let's do it. This was originally track number five on Mate, Feed, Kill, Repeat. Their demo album. Reworked with Mr. Corey Taylor. Yeah. Not much to say about this one. No, it's just this. It's this, yeah. (laughs) In fact, I didn't even need to play probably as much as I did, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. We'll uh, keep moving along. we got a few yet. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a break after this one. Okay. So this... Is oh, I got the right one. Oh wait, what is track number eight? It's called "Me Inside." Oh, Kirk, what'd you do? I didn't write it. I missed this. <laughs> I didn't write it on my sheet, so I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't matching up. Yep, my bad. Let's so, listen yeah. to "Me Inside" Let- and then I will go pee inside. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm mature.
So this was the one where I was like, he sounds a lot like Jonathan Davis oh, sometimes. Oh, I I could see that here. Yeah. yeah, the way he's the way he's singing that the one part for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. He's a good workout songs. Oh, I could see that. Absolutely. That's what I yeah. Took away from this is. Uh, I'll just give you my final thoughts here. I just said Killer, another gym album. Oh yeah, yeah. I like that. No, I. That, I, I don't know how often I listen to it outside of the gym, but yeah. I do enjoy it. Albums like this. Yeah, are good for workout workouts, and also like if I'm like in a good mood and I'm driving my car or something, yeah. this is when I'm cranking, you know. Yep. Um, yeah. So for sure. Uh, crap, I was gonna say something. I lost my train of thought. Uh, oh well, probably wasn't that important. Uh, yeah, so that's all right. We'll take a break and be right back. Bye. Hi, everybody listening to You've Never Heard This. This is Matt, and I'm from a different podcast. And I'm Trevor, and yes, we're the co-hosts of the Nighthawks podcast. It's a movie-centric podcast for folks who like to stay up late. We aim to get to the granular grist of the movies you love, maybe just the movies you're thinking about checking out, or the movies you want to know more about. Take a seat in the Nighthawks diner with us, and we'll talk new movies, old movies. Talking about good movies, we're talking about bad movies, movies we love, movies from Norway. You can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at nighthawkspodcast.com. Reminds me of sitting in like wooden pews in church. (laughs) I hope you leave that in. Oh, it's staying it. <laughs> oh, welcome back. A little behind the scenes there as Kirk hit the button. Yeah. Um, Sneaky Kirk. That's what I do. Um, yeah. So I guess we haven't really been leaning into this like this is supposed to be like ooky spooky yet. But, oh, yeah. You know, but. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> it we... is. I guess now Halloween is over. Yeah, at this Ooh. point. <laughs> I love Halloween so much. It's the best. I can't wait till Halloween can come back the way it used to be. Just I know. Like Fort the George would always have. Yeah, yeah, big party at Fort George. Yes, Fort George always did it upright. It's fun. Man. Yeah. Maybe next year, huh? Here's hoping. All right. Well, let's get back into it with yeah. Liberate. <laughs> Liberate bananas. <laughs> That's what it sounds like he's saying. Is that like the uh, the song from Tool about saving the carrots? Yeah. You know, liberate the Liber- bananas. Liberate bananas. <laughs> so uh, this song is about liberating yourself from bottling up your, uh, by accepting your anger and frustration rather than bottling up and, you know, ignoring it. Yeah, don't bottle it up, yo. No. And clearly, they are not bottling up. Oh, they're any not of bottling anything up. 
They've got like the best way of, you know, I need like a metal band for when I get angry or something and just take it out. Well, here they are. I know. But I mean, no, I mean like my own metal band. Oh, you're saying yeah. be, be in one. <laughs> yes, exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Shall we keep right on? Let's keep on keeping on. With prosthetics. So, longest intro ever. The song is five minutes long. So, uh, do you see what it's about? Yes. So, I love old horror movies, and I'm not aware of this one. So, I might have to check it out. It's a real old one, though. Yeah, Ni- I, 1965. Oh, don't say real old and then say 1965. Uh-oh. That's only a decade before you were born. Well, I mean, for I meant I meant it in the context of the movies I watch. Oh, oh. I like. When I say old, I'm usually more into the 70s, 80s. Yeah. Uh, I don't really dip much into the... A little bit, maybe. But okay. We should makes, check it out. That makes more sense. Yeah. So, yeah. For me, a 65 horror is like, wow, that's a, that's an old one. Yeah. It's a 1965 horror movie called The Collector yeah. about a man who collects butterflies and then decides, <laughs> uh, I'm going to try collecting a human. Yep. Interesting. Let's we'll check that out. I mean, if they like it, it must be... Creepy, I don't know. yeah, yeah. Love horror movies. Perfect time of year for it too. Yeah, it is. I need to watch more. I watched Airplane last night, which that's, that's the scariest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so good, but not scary. No, so good. God, that movie's good. <laughs> What's your favorite quote from it? I, I always love. I uh, I was talking about it last night, and I love the jokes where now they're like. Me, that people make memes of the same type of joke, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, he's in the hospital. Oh, what is it? Well, it's a big building with patients in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and there's so yeah. many of those jokes in that movie. It's so, so the, good. The little girl who says she takes her coffee black. Like, yeah, like, like her Like men. my men. Yeah. <laughs> She's like nine years old. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't do that No, these I days. was saying that last night. I was like, you could not make this movie today. No. You couldn't. Heck no. No. The, the guys on the airplane who just speak and jive. Yes. And then, uh, what's her name? Is it uh, the woman from uh, the old lady? She knows how to speak jive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I do love the. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Oh yeah, classic, classic. Leslie Nielsen. Oh, he was good. R.I.P. He was good. Anyway, <laughs> God, I could talk all day about airplane, but that's not what we're here for. I no, don't think. Watch more scary movies. Yeah, I'm going to actually. I got a list of them. Yeah. Because I have time. Because I have no life. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. My freedom is best. Whole country's on house up. Rest. And everyone was a suspect. You can't feel the flow because you died. Face down on a suicide. The motherfuckers are some strong. Nobody got no back. It's all fun. Save this. My rage is blood. I did it again. Rise. 
More rapping going on there. More rap. Rick Anderson of All Music gave it four out of five stars, and he said, you thought Limp Biscuit was hard? They're the Osmonds. <laughs> These guys are something else entirely, and it's pretty impressive. Wow. That was a, that was a good one. You thought Limp Biscuit was hard. Uh, Rick oh. Anderson, for the record, I never thought Limp Biscuit was hard. No, that first album had its moments, but nah. Oh, well. Yeah, this is a good one. I like it. Yeah. In fact, it might be my playlist. Maybe. Yeah, interesting. I guess I wouldn't have expected you to pick one of the rap ones. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I like it. It's different. Yeah. And I I just like the. The quote by Rick Anderson. That's awesome. Yeah, I love. It that. wasn't necessarily about this song. Well, sure. Specifically, but this just the one that I chose to write it down for. So, yep. Yeah. All right. A few more here. Let's do diluted. Did I do to deserve all of this? Yep, there's more of the self-hatred. Self-hatred. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Man, I love this album. Which I love uh, that the next song, in contrast, is a song that has got an overly large self sense of self-confidence. It does. <laughs> yes, it does. But it's great. Alan is talking about... Only One. this so uh you knew one song yeah um do you say do you think this album holds up oh yes for the time yeah no absolutely i i think maybe the only thing that tells me oh this came out at the end of the 90s was like the record scratching yeah that's what i'm kind of the songs but everything else is like like metal as a genre hasn't changed that much no it really hasn't no few little like uh, some trends yeah a few while, little things have changed but no yeah. but th- this holds up for sure nice nice so the end of this album is a little bit of a, a strange trip uh so the last song is called well the last song when i when i bought the cd would have been scissors yes uh but it had a secret track which i used to, i used to love that when bands did that it has a secret track called Eeyore after it and see scissors is eight and a half minutes long so 
I'll just play the whole song, and we can just all sit here <laughs> quietly. <laughs> no, I'll, uh, so I'll play Scissors, which would have been the last song, and then we'll talk about Eeyore a little bit. I forget. This is another one of those long intros. Yeah. <laughs> there. I'm going to skip ahead. Again, it's eight and a half minutes. Yes. An eight and a half minute song about self-harm. Yes. It's a long song. There. So as you can see, it's a chaotic, uh, you know, very long song. And then there's Eeyore. Beats. Yep. Did, so, you have, did you read what this one is about? Yes. So good. I watched the video of Corey Taylor talking about it. Oh, God. I thought you were talking about... So, wait. Oh, are we talking about the same thing? I don't know. What you got? That when they <laughs> recorded this song, they had been watching a... Oh, no. Oh, no, that's no, 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 not... Because no, you're no, like, I watched no. the video. I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> And that's not what the song's about. Well, not that's the song. No, no, no. Okay, sorry. Anyway, keep talking. So... <laughs> what happens at the end of the song? Yeah, so at the end of the song, when they were recording, apparently, they had been watching a porn video. A scat porn. Scat porn. And I'm wondering, I'm not sure if the timing is right, if it's... It's not too girls. It's not? Okay. I, I just wondered that. I was like, is that what they're talking about? But, okay. So it was just apparently just... A scat porn video, I guess, and their reaction to it. Yeah, I don't remember who they said is like. Yeah, someone's like gagging. gagging. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. 
didn't even hear the like gagging part. Huh. But the the song itself. Yes. Uh, yes. Did you see what what the song itself is about? I didn't write it down. So, but I. There was a guy. Corey Taylor said that there was a guy at like every metal show mm-hmm. uh, in the mosh pit who had long blonde hair. He's this huge guy they called Thor. And there was always that one guy in the pit who's throwing elbows. He's oh, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not helping yep. anyone That's up. Right. And yeah, Thor yeah, yeah. was that That's guy. Right. That's right. And uh-huh. finally, one show, everyone else in the pit just kicked the shit out of him and said, you don't get to mosh for a while. And That's right. I guess he was much better behaved after that. So it's just about Thor. So uh, one thing I totally forgot to mention, and I, I don't remember, I was reading about this recently somehow, um, It's but it's from 2005, and it's funny because in 2005, Burger King did a advertising stunt, I guess you could call it, where they created their own band called, I don't know how you're supposed to say it, Cock Rock? C-O-Q-R-O-Q. Who who formed this? Burger King. And maybe in was it a to promote their chicken fries? Oh, maybe. I don't remember. I remember reading an article somewhere, and it it was quite clearly modeled after Slipknot. Really? Uh with like, you know, masks and stuff. And but apparently Burger King responded and said there's a lot of other bands, like, as they put it, Mr. Bungle, Mushroom Head, Mudvayne, Kiss, ICP, and Guar that all use masks. So, like, you know, you're not the only band. I guess they were like, you're not the only band that uses masks. So, you know, whatever. What, did Slipknot sue them? They did, yes. Because they were like, you are ripping us off. Wow. So, I don't know. Apparently, the lawsuit was with- withdrawn. So, well, they, there you go. they changed their mind. And who knows? Maybe it wasn't even the band. Maybe it was their their record company. Just their representation. Yeah. Though. Who knows? Who knows? I just thought that was kind of a funny thing. So, uh, yeah. So, final thoughts. I think you kind of gave them. Yeah, I did. Yeah. This is going to be a, in the rotation for when I'm, you know, in the gym. Nice. Once I'm fully recovered. It's a good one. And your playlist pick, you think you're sticking oh, with? Oh, No Life. Yeah. Okay. I think Sweet. that's going to be it. I don't know. There's something about it that I enjoyed. That's awesome. Love it. I was a little surprised with this one. I kind of thought you weren't going to like it, but... Well, try harder. I'm learning. I'm learning. (laughs) All right. Uh, You know, it's funny. I don't know if Steve will listen. I don't know if... You know, people talk to me uh, when they've listened to, you know, uh, episodes. Yeah. I I don't always know if they listen to all the episodes. Some people do. Some people, I think, pick and choose. Some people are behind. Whatever. Uh, But I was talking to Steve, uh, who is the one who gave us replacements Mm -hmm. recently. And it was just funny how this and this album is going to be one of those. He was talking about how my musical taste and probably like we're pretty similar. We've already talked about that. But he said when I pick albums, he said there's no like middle ground for me. It's either like as he put it, like the Decemberists, that sort of folky uh, acoustic type, or it's like this super heavy metal, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, you should, he's like, you should pick something more in the middle. And I've been struggling trying to think of like what, what a band might be. that's a little more in the middle. You keep doing what you're doing, Kirk. No, I know. I'm just, I thought it was funny. It was a funny, like, yeah, that's like, I was like, I you're kind of, I, I was like, th- you're I never thought r- about it. I was like, you're kind of right. Like, you know, I pick like father John Misty, but then I pick Slipknot or, you yeah. know, so yeah, there's, it's kind of like two extremes, huh, but interesting. Yeah. Well, so that's that. That's, that's that. Slipknot, next, everyone. Next week we got a mutual pick, and then a listener after that. So sweet. I don't know. We were kind of like casually talking about our listener or our mutual pick for next week. I don't know if we're gonna go through with it or not, but we'll see. It would be interesting. Let's see if we can get Joey on the podcast. It would with be us. interesting. <laughs> I mean, so. it would be it would be a fun one, but it would be one that we'd have to really. Tell people like, hey, a this disclaimer. this is a you know this is a rough one. This is not for kids, not but it's, for, but it's also not for most adults. Exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> so if that doesn't pique your interest, <laughs> so mom, I know you listen. Uh, oh yeah, do that's, not listen. To that's not a mom. Week. That's not a mom album. No, no, no. not at all. It, if my parents knew I listened to that, 
we're not going to spoil it. So now you're all going to be like, what is it? Or we might not even pick it. Who knows? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know how to get a hold of us at yeah. this point, right? Neverheardpod at gmail.com. Uh, we, still get, we still get listener picks through that. I think our next listener pick was an email we got. So okay. we, we read it. We listen, yeah. guys. Facebook.com slash neverheardpod and Instagram.com slash neverheardpod. Yes. Hopefully by next episode, uh, we will be okay with how the website looks and operates. Okay. Yeah. And um, we'll tell you That'd what that cool. is. So. Moving things along. I yeah. like it. Go us. Go us. Next thing you know, we'll be on the... Uh, Earwolf Network. Earwolf. <laughs> no, I'd want to yeah. be, be on Maximum Fun. Yeah, that's how that one works too. So anyway... So if you're listening, we're 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 free. If you're listening, Scott Ackerman, let <laughs> yeah, us know. Please. All right. Love you all. Thank you for listening. And until next time. Bye. Bye.